0: Good morning, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the new edition of Thunderdome Metal Reviews. I am Tracy Newport, and with me, as always, is Mr. Ben Lindsay. How are you doing today, Ben?
1: Ben, I am fucking fantastic. How are you?
0: I am doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. It's a wonderful, almost dreary day here in West Kentucky. A little rain.
1: Um, it's actually kind of sunny here today, and the brew city but um about 40 degrees
0: oh <laughs> it kind of pays off like, you have sun but it's gonna be cold yeah yeah we're uh about 55 with a little rain so eh, take what you can get i guess that is true um today or this episode we are doing ilria's 2019 album the carpathian summit
1: no copy of the end summer. Yeah, two thousand nineteen, I do believe, an album. Which I yep. think is what you just said. Mhm.
0: It runs in an hour and eleven minutes. Nice You got a fan list or
1: I do. Um I believe this is their second full length studio album. Um it was released on the twenty second uh, the 26th, excuse me, of April of last year, 2019. The band consists of Elijah Sajik on vocals and guitar, George Blacklock and James Warren on guitar, Daniel Hacking on bass, and Matt Umkovic on drums. And they are out to Perth, Australia.
0: Well, a peek behind the curtain is exactly a year to the date that we're recording this.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. I'll be
0: damned. <laughs> Interesting.
1: Happy one year anniversary, Carpathian Seven.
0: Yep. Happy one year anniversary. Uh, I do have to say I do love the album cover with the five with the four black bears on it and stuff. That's a I would say it's a nice suiting album cover for what this album is.
1: Hmm. Why is that?
0: Because it's this kinda calm, okay. This is definitely a Tracy album. We've, uh, well,
1: oh, yes, it is. It's the Traciest <laughs> of all Tracy albums.
0: It's a. Uh, I think they described it, the band themselves as post-black slash prog, so it's right in there with it. And you can tell it's got this calming sense along with it in some of the songs, and then also it kicks in some black metalness and some angerness, aka the Black Bears, in at times as well. And so you get this very almost polar opposite styles of sounds coming across at times which for me is a nice duality and comparison between the two
1: Mm. let me have it what to say about this album i i almost feel like we could have the is this metal talk about this album but i don't want to because this is, they're all good musicians. the The music on it is actually quite good uh, throughout. I just consistently found myself bored listening to it. Uh, um, and I'm sometimes when you have. So many styles and genres that you're going to throw into something, it really disrupts things. And I and I feel that that's what this was for me.
0: A disruption in the forest almost?
1: Kind of. It was just – it's more cohesive than Will was.
0: Which it's interesting considering it's like these are two genres kind of melded together and Will was one genre by itself kind of deal.
1: Yeah, but again, the, the thing with Will is everybody was, in my opinion, was trying to show off how good of players they were, and they were all fantastic players, but this, that hurt the quality of the songs. Yeah. These the songs are all well put together. It's just the color palette that they decided to paint with I didn't like the picture. Yeah. And, Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with having your clean vocals and your sweeping, elegic passages and all this other stuff. But, man, there's got to be some metal in there. And this was so post-metal that even with the distorted guitars and stuff, and even when they had the distorted vocals, I was just like – Eh? Very artsy. Too artsy for yeah. my taste.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's super artsy. Um, for me, these guys remind me a lot of like Huntsman, but a black metal version of Huntsman. Or kind of like a black metal influence of Huntsman instead of kind of more Americana.
1: Yeah, no, totally. I, I think that's fair, even though I think that Huntsman had more metal in at least their the album that we reviewed. I haven't listened yeah. to their album that came out this year yet.
0: But these guys, I think, are part of what you're starting to see trend kind of come across in some black metal bands in yeah. which you're getting the black metal and then you're also getting the folky niche and there's a clear deviation separation between the two. And I think these guys are part of that trend, except, interesting enough, typically bands kind of do, when they do that both and dance that line, typically the separation is done in entire songs or entire albums or splits kind of deal, you know? Where mm-hmm. these guys do this back and forth between in song, even like in the same song, just they're doing one thing and then the other, which for me, I find it interesting and pretty cool that they're able to balance the sound of black metal with the folkiness of the progginess they're bringing about.
1: Yeah. And I, and I, guess, enjoy that. I guess that's probably, and I agree that it is a marker of their talent. They're able to do that and still have it not completely come off the rails. Um, I would just, I think, prefer a little less schizophrenia in one song, you know, where it's, uh, we got the folk side over here, we got the black metal side, and we're just going to ping pong the song back and forth. I would have liked it if they had attempted to blend the two styles together more, um, or maybe not have such a radical shift in one song, but play one song in one style then the next song in another style. Cause that's kind of what Huntsman did. And I really liked that. Um, so maybe it was just the, the two polar extremes in one song. I just didn't care too much for.
0: Yeah. And I can, I can definitely see this. I can definitely see that being a concern for a lot of people. Cause I mean, it is a very drastic shift. And for me, this one of those albums that it's a whole album. I was doing a whole, I just not something I feel like I could pull songs from and just kind of listen to bits and pieces of. That I feel like it needed like one of these that you kind of put headphones in, turn the lights off, kick back and rocks in a chair, and just kind of lay back and kind of just, I guess, let yourself marinate in it as opposed to, you know, being actively, actively kind of like listening in a sense of doing something, kind of like just sitting back and relaxing. I think this album's kind of what this album's good for and not so much of all right, time to go run like a 10K. You know, I don't think it's one of those.
1: <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, it's definitely not one of those. It's funny, and I guess we should we'll go ahead and start talking about songs, because there's only one song that really stood out to me, and I think it will surprise some people who are used to me, like, complaining about these types of albums and, and the things I normally say, because my favorite track on the album, and by far what I thought that was the best track, was the title track, the Carpathian Summit in all 13 minutes and 24 seconds of its majesty.
0: Yeah, I will agree. I think that, I think their Resurgence, Wilderness, Autumn's Fade, Away are a good one, two, three, into the, one, two, three hit into the beginning and I think Carpathian Summit does a good job of like being the title track in the sense of this is what you get when you listen to the album. Like Mm -hmm. it holds a perfect example of like if you want to sample this album listen to the title track
1: yeah totally
0: and i, I found it interesting that they actually split the echo flower part one and two instead of keeping them combined because there is definite tonality shifts in it but there is that in every other track it's just kind of weird that they split that one song i think
1: but, well and i actually appreciate that they did that honestly yeah um Because I always kind of go to my point, if they'd done more of that, I think I would have enjoyed the experience more than I actually did.
0: Yeah, I just, it's just weird that they decided to do it for that and not the others. Right. Which is weird. But I mean, I think this is a, like, I feel like this is much more an album to listen to from start to finish. Except, except for maybe the Carpathian Summit being the the one to really kind of sample the whole album from. But I would say that this is a very much a um, I'm trying to think of where it's like it's a uh, acquired taste, I'd almost go and say. Like, I don't thank you, like hey, I'm a fan of Thrash. Well, check out this. Like, you can't exactly do that with this album. Like, I feel like you kind of need to have some like of Prague or some black metal to kind of be able to kind of you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a choir taste.
1: I would say that you would have to be more of a fan of Prague because I really think most of the... I mean, they do have black metal elements, but I think if you took somebody who was, like, super into black metal and played them this, they would also be bored by it, because there's not enough blackness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: there's not enough dissonance and double bass <laughs> right
1: Right. Um, to me, the comps for this band are Dream Theater and what mastodon is trying to do and what opeth actually does um so it, it's it is much more on the prog side of the like a uh, i would say and i think that you really have to be into that um with a little bit of that um gaze metal which yeah. i don't necessarily think all prog is but i think there is some of this i mean even that even the album art so I'm going to wind up agreeing with you, even though I, I don't know that I did when you first said it, um, does really fit this. Cause this really kind of is an album about nature. And yeah. so to have some like romantic era, it's not romantic. It's not a person, but you, you get what I'm saying. Um, romantic st- painting style nature scene is, makes perfect sense for this. Um,
0: yeah. It's like that, uh, the calmness of nature, but there's that of threat of ability to fuck you up with the bears there.
1: Well, but they're not being aggressive. They're just in their natural habitat, so I didn't really read any aggression into that. Yeah.
0: They're territorial. I mean, they are. I wouldn't want to fight a bear.
1: <laughs> well, I, I didn't say I wanted to fight a bear. I just I don't think the, the presence of a bear is constitutes threatening. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you that that this probably is an album that you should listen to as a whole. I'm not sad that I listened to it. I mean, this didn't make me angry or anything. I just didn't really like it that much. Um, I'm glad I listened to it though. And where I was going to go with that initially is, but because it is such a long album, this really is a long album. And you know, when we we talked about the album last week, actually, I guess it was two weeks ago, and and we we're like, oh well, this plays quicker than its 48-minute runtime. I think me and Tracy would diverge on this, but this played longer than its hour run runtime to me. So I would advise you to listen to Carpathian Summit. You probably have 15 minutes that you can do that, and then if you like that, give the rest of the album a, a listen to.
0: Yeah, I will. I will second that in the sense of the Carpathian Summit. For me, it did, I felt like it kind of ran as long as its runtime. I don't think it really overextended it. There wasn't a lot of times I was kind of wondering, like, oh god, how much longer in this track? I do think it does kind of hit a lull with the second day of spring in Swansong. I will say that, that it kind of dips and kind of picks back up with uh Ken, and the Carpathian Summit like those kind of help bring it back, in my opinion. But it is a long player, like if you don't like long song albums as a whole, this probably wouldn't be an album for you. It doesn't, it doesn't run faster than it's runtime. That's for sure. I will agree with you on that aspect.
1: Totally. Um, do you have any more tracks you want to talk about?
0: Mm, no, nothing off the top of my head.
1: I will have to say that it doesn't appear that this band is very well known and not that, you know, we have a a little bit of a track record, which I, I like and that we do some bands that I mean for the all the slayer and the attention we give the big bands, we also give little bands a try yeah. too, because I, I found it very difficult to find any information about this band. Um maybe I'm just not looking in the right places, but then the places I normally go there wasn't really any info.
0: Yeah, few and far between.
1: For sure. Well, let's grade this thing.
0: All right, my friend. Uh, you want to go first?
1: Yes, I do want okay. to go first. This is a very well played, actually well written, you know, sound structure wise and music wise album that just did not click with me in any way whatsoever. So I'm going to be – I'm going to give it a a fairly low grade. But I would say that if you are into Prague, you should check it out because I think you will like it more than I did. This to me is a C-minus album. It is well-played. Just nothing that really connected with me. I, I think you really have to be either a fan of the band or uh, really into the genre to, to get into this. And they haven't done enough of, of either to make me that invested.
0: Alrighty. Um, for me, this album actually ended up on my end-of-year list, not super high granted but it was in like the final like all right these are the albums i really like from this year list and it ended up at number 62 out of 92 on that list to kind of give you an example of where i put it at it's an album i would return to it's a solid album i enjoy what they do i enjoy the mix and mash aspects of it that some people like that you didn't really enjoy too much um but i do think there's room for improvement i think there are other bands that do this style similarly that do it better and I think we've got some on the list coming up because I think I had those in my top of the year list last year and so for me I'm going to give it a b plus and that I am I'm definitely looking forward to more of their work and I'm going to check out their other album they release and kind of see how it goes but it's they've made me a fan for a couple albums that at least they got enough for me to want to go back and listen to some of their stuff
1: with the the way that I consume music these days when they release another album, I'll probably give it a, a listen out of curiosity, since I, you know, that's one of the benefits of streaming. But I wouldn't, if if this was only available the physical purchase, I probably would skip whatever comes after it.
0: If it was the 90s, if you were back in the old days, yeah, you wouldn't spend the money on it.
1: No, no, I'd see if one of my friends got it and listen to it. That's what I would do. <laughs>
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So I'd, I'd get it and be like, here you go, Ben.
1: Yep. And then I'd be like, oh, thanks. I hate that's one even more. Uh, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. But that's not what I'm expecting. Yeah. All right, man. So what do we got coming up next time?
0: And next time we have the. Where is that, I'm out. Then 2011 released by Vader, Welcome to the Morbid Reich.
1: Vader. That should be cool.
0: It should. I don't think I've ever heard a song by them ever, so.
1: No. Well, yeah, Trial off fire. Yeah.
0: I'll probably listen to it when we get off here. Cool. Give it one spin.
1: There you go, man. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining in and listening to us and checking out uh, this band um, and all the bands that we do. We appreciated it. And stay metal. Stay metal.
0: Almost hit the high note there.
1: Almost. Uh-huh.
0: You did better than I could.
1: Laters.